Ladies. Ladies, 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 and gentle monomon. <laughs> it's time to rib it and rip it. For this is a Fred Daily Productions podcast. Oh, I am so disappointed now. <laughs> what do you mean? No. <laughs> I don't want to rip it and rip, rip it and rip it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to rip anything. It sounds like it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. And the cure. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. 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 I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fugat Cantar Major. And I'm a daredevil in the sheets, Margalista. <laughs> <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Friends. Yes, experiencing it through the medium of everything that we have and hold dear, but not really because, you know, it's just. Sentimental stuff, and it might go, you know. I'm a nihilist this this time. Yay! Oh, yay! Ew. That's fun. Ew. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. All right, let's let's ribbon rip it. Fulia. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been watching? Uh, I haven't really watched much this week. Uh, I just sort of. Uh, went through and watched some random episodes um, of like animes here and there. Uh, continuing on with Mash, the one thing I did watch this week um, that was quite fun to watch was um, a Netflix special for Jokoi, uh, uh, live from the LA Forum. It's cool. his newest Netflix special. It made me laugh to the point where I was almost spit taking water whenever I drink water. <laughs> well don't drink water. I can't help it. I need to I need to quench my thirst, okay? My my, High my mouth duration. Was, my mouth was getting dry from all the laughter. <laughs> <laughs> my cheeks were killing me. It hurts. <laughs> yeah. Um Koi is a hilarious comedian. Um and he just the amount of the stuff that he talks about, oh my goodness, it would make you blush. <laughs> wow, I'm surprised you're a fan. Woo! <laughs> oh, and look, I I absolutely love the jokes he makes about his like about his culture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so, and it's also it's also very kind of like relatable, um, for for some of us who are of ethnic backgrounds. <laughs> Right. So mm. it kind of kind of is relatable and that's probably why I enjoy it so much. Oh, that's good. Uh, but he can get a bit vulgar. <laughs> nice. Turn it down. You're making everyone blush. Yeah. No, but it was really good, though. I really enjoyed watching it. Um, definitely worth watching if you like your stand-up comedy. Uh, and, yeah, no, Joe Coy, dude. 
Joe Coy. A, like a, a while ago, I didn't even, I've never even heard of him before. And then all of a sudden, like, he's just sort of popped out of nowhere, you know? Mm. He's really good. Cool. He's a really good comedian. Nice. He should change his surname to Kerr. Kerr? Get it? Joe Kerr. <laughs> Joe Kerr. <laughs> Joe Kerr. And that's all I've watched this week. Nice. <laughs> that's it. Nice. That's totally cool. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Michael. Hello. Hello. What have you been watching? Well, I've been watching what I've been watching throughout the weeks and everything that's new that came out. I watched The House of Dragon. Mm. Uh, it's getting very interesting and ill at the same time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Incestoros. Oh, <Wow>. no. <laughs> More? More no. incestoros. Oh. Yes, they made it official. Oh. Um, Legally spoilers. binding in secret. Mm, 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 Does it involve mm. a particular actor that we all know? Yeah. Uh, we all know much. and love. Love. Yeah. Mm. I still love. <laughs> Maybe. I still, <laughs> <laughs> I still love him. And with that incest um, uh, all done, no more, please. Uh, yeah, one's enough morning. for a series. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, going, I was thinking the Rick and Morty with Beth. He's like, is it incest or is it... <laughs> we already had this discussion. It's self-cest. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do case. with your own clone? Uh, but the previous Rick and Morty I really enjoyed. Yeah. Even though it had more incest. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Something to do with Jerry and his mum. Yeah. Is this a thing now? I don't know. Hmm. Can we... Can I know we you hear the shock, but... It's a lot of incest coming out. Don't like it. Too much. It's not, it's not funny anymore. It's not good. <laughs> It's not even ill funny. It's uh, funny. It's just <laughs> fucked up funny. Yeah, but still, it was it, it was hilarious at the same time. It was. It was so close. So close. It's like no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't really watched anything new, hmm. or or anything like that's piqued my fancy. I mean, I finished Dharma, and that was just... I just felt disgusting at the end. I need a cold shower. It's weird watching this week. I need cold showers. <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's, it's been a weird week mm. for, for watching stuff. Yeah, so watch that with the wife because she watched it by herself, and now it's... She said, no, you got to watch it. It's like, I hate true crime, so I watched it. And then at the end, it's like, I have mixed feelings with this TV show. Mm. And I'm not sure if I like it or not. That's fair. Mm. Otherwise, that's it. Rings of Power is going awesome. Yeah. Uh, without incest, that's a plus. Yes, that is a plus. <laughs> and uh, what's the other one that I watched? Um... Yeah, I can't really think, think of anything new. I've, I've sort of uh, s stopped Cora at the moment. 
because uh, I'm trying to think of something else to watch. But I've um, my time's been a bit busy because I'm in my own show and I'm putting all my energy into that. And I have no more energy for anything else except for this podcast because I've got all the energy for that. That's why it's more SMMRs. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's the call-in podcast. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Makeshift in the Morning, where we <laughs> go to Ikea and build a cabinet. Anyway, <laughs> I've done I'm that. a bit Quite loopy a bit. today, so how about you, Kendall? You watch stuff in yeah. your loopy way? Yeah, I watch stuff and things. I watched stuff uh, that, uh, you know, you've already mentioned, like Rick and Morty and House of the mm. Dragon and Rings mm. of Power. Mm. Shit is going down on Rings of Power, I tell you what. Oh, I um, love it. It's great. We've only got one more episode of season one to go, though, which is unfortunate. But uh, I, I've been very much enjoying the back half of this first season. It's been very, very good. Yeah. Mm. Um, yes. The well, chessboard is set. Mm, it is. All the pieces are in place. Mm. And things have names now, which is exciting. Um, it's, so, not even a, it's not even a, I called it. Thing. Yeah. It's like it's clearly that, yeah. It is actually but, that, yeah. But fun. But fun. Mm. Yes. Very harrowing stuff. Um, I will mention three things of note that I watched this week that are new. Well, I finished Arcane finally. Ooh. Um, so I was able to get together with my friends that I watched that with and we finished it. It was very, very good. Cliffhanger is a bitch. So that's not not <laughs> ideal because we don't know when season two is happening. I think it's next year, but I don't know when. But it's when. happening. It's happening yeah, yeah. eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to when that comes out because, yeah, it was a really good show. I highly recommend people watch Arcane. Um, yeah, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. So very glad to have watched that. I went to the movies and I saw a new film called Amsterdam. Oh. Yes, which is the new David O. Russell picture with um, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, and John David Washington uh, all sharing the lead roles. Um, <clears throat> and it's semi-based on true events. I'm not sure what parts of it are true and what aren't, aren't but um, but it is. It's just about these these three friends who kind of make it out alive of World War One, and... Uh, they make a pact to kind of just always be there for each other, no matter what the circumstances, while they're in Amsterdam, in the, you know, in at the end of the world, uh, first world war, <laughs> first world war. So um, I'll be there for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, but it was you know, and there's like a whole murder mystery going on around with it as well, and um, yeah, it was a really cool movie. Um, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Very good cast and uh, beautiful costumes and set pieces and all of that jazz. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I recommend people check Amsterdam out if you want a good time at the cinema. Mike Myers was also in it. Oh. He, had a, he had a part as a, uh, a very amusing um, MI6 agent undercover. Um, I thought was was quite good. So, yeah, um, good stuff. Um, Bit on the nose. <laughs> him playing a British spy. <laughs> well, it's yeah, I guess he's experienced in that area, so mm. <laughs> very experienced, baby. Very experienced, baby. Yes. 
Uh, and then lastly, I will mention I watched Werewolf by Night. Oh, yes, that's right. That's on now, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I watched that too. I did, uh, sorry, I didn't read the call cool sheet. I watched that. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about it. I thought, well, no, I wasn't sure. If, Endor. I wasn't sure fully. I was going to watch it or not because it's a bit scary. Mm, I haven't decided yet. Okay, you'll it's be able stylized, to stylized. Ha- you so stylized, okay. and you'll be able to handle it. Okay, it's kind of it's not really much more scary than an episode of Supernatural. Okay, you'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Um. So if you want, we can talk talk spoilers next week maybe if you want to if you want to watch it if we if i have time this week sure if you get time to watch it <laughs> go nuts if not we'll address it at some point no worries um, you want to go nuts let's get nuts let's get nuts come on um but yeah i really liked it it was beautifully shot uh and um yeah the the performances were, were great the story was interesting and i had mm. never really engaged with the that uh, the, the well, the horror side, I suppose, of the Marvel comic world. So um, that was really cool, and um, I just really like the fact that they let um, uh, Michael Giacchino direct it because he's mm. he's one of the most prolific MCU uh, music composers. Like he's done the music for a bunch of the MCU films, and uh, yeah, he directed this special. Um, yeah, and he did a killer job. So mm. um, ha ha. Yeah, zing. Ha. Huh. Huh. Um, so I hope they let him do more stuff because mm. he's definitely got a knack for it. Um, yeah. And, he, yeah, and the music, you know, while we're talking about him, was exceptional as well. Um, very much lended itself to the uh, homage being paid to the old Universal Monsters style of, of filmmaking in, back in the 1930s and 40s. Um, so that was really cool. So, yeah, if you're... If you're interested in Marvel stuff, which you probably are if you're listening to this podcast or watching us, then I, I recommend. Or if you like things that are different from Marvel stuff. Yeah, if you like when Marvel kind of does something that's not by the book, mm. which is what it is. Mm. And not throw, throwing you like, remember this, remember this, this is yeah. part of this, this. It's no connections to anything, no setup, no post-credit scenes, no, no Easter eggs, mm. none of that stuff. Um, so if you, you don't care for that, then this is the piece for you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very, very cool. All right. That's the weekly watchings done, which means it's time to get on into the week that was on the Nerdy News. This is the news in Nerdy News. The nerds that talk about the Nerdy News. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Hey, all right. Nerd news time. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue the Marvel chat for a second because we have some MCU-related news to start nah, off the show. Not the Marvel chat, the Rick and Morty chat. <laughs> Rick and Morty chat. Well, here's a writer for Rick and Morty as well. I suppose. Um, But uh, we have a confirmed screenwriter for Avengers Secret Wars. Michael Waldron um, has been locked in um, to write the script for this epic, epic and highly anticipated entry into the MCU, the film that will conclude Phase 6 and the Multiverse Saga. So no pressure. Um, 
Michael, no pressure, Michael. <laughs> Michael Waldron, um, of course, has dabbled in the MCU uh, very recently with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and last year um, he was the showrunner of Loki, yes. um, and he wrote uh, the script for uh, a couple of episodes. So, and he's not uh, he's not as involved with Loki season two apparently, but I think he still mm. is. Uh, but he's got a big Avengers movie to write now, so I suppose that's where his focus will yes. be. Yes. We still don't know who's directing this movie. Um, it was announced not long ago that uh, Destin Daniel Cretton was going to be directing Kang Dynasty, which is the previous Avengers entry to kind of build up to Secret Wars. So, um, but yeah, he's not going to be directing this one. So, who knows? I'm excited to find out who it'll be. But um, but yeah, my as, as for my feelings on Michael Waldron. I'm okay with it mm. insofar as, you know, as long as he doesn't, as long as Wanda doesn't come back. Because <laughs> I didn't like what he did to Wanda oh, no. in Multiverse Madness. Um, that, was, that was one of my big gripes about that movie. Um, and that's, that's fine. That's okay. Mm. Um, other than that, I liked what he did with Loki. I enjoyed um, what he brought. The kind of just kind of off the wall, left of center stuff that we hadn't really seen before so it'd be cool for him to bring some interesting concepts to to secret wars so let's go uh fulia yes. any any thoughts on this how are you feeling uh look um i'm i am excited to see that we're getting someone uh that knows his avengers very well so i think this is going to be really good uh i agree with Wanda in <laughs> Multiverse of Madness. It, I don't know how I feel about that one. <laughs> no. uh, women be like witching. <laughs> women can be witching. That's fine. Yes, that's fine. That wasn't the problem. Yeah. But we're not, <laughs> but we're not going into that. <laughs> yeah. If you want to know our thoughts on Multiverse of Madness, just scroll back through the feed and you will yep. find it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and yeah, no, I mean, look. He's done. He's done some good work in the past, so I don't see why he wouldn't be able to do Avengers. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Nice, Michael. Any additional thoughts, comments, feelings? About Wally, and his secret was. <laughs> M- um, Mickey Wally. Yeah. Um, interesting that they are doing two separate uh, two separate sort of teams for mm. both Avengers. Mm-hmm. I mean. Considering they like ble- they may have may be blending into each other, but who knows? Maybe it's being like um, the Infinity Saga at the end of the two two Avenger movies, like going back to back, and it makes sense of the story. Maybe it's a story, and then it's an add-on end story for Secret Secret Wars. So. Maybe it's the the real big bad is really in Secret Wars, and mm. there's a lot of speculation that it's go- going to be like the the biggest crossover ever. Yeah, so, saying get everyone, everyone, everybody, yeah. everybody, including in all different universes. So we're gonna have the flaming torches up against each other. And and all that. It's the fight for the MCU, and who's who stays. 
darling, you gotta let me know. Should I stay or should I go? And it's going to be Doctor Doom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And hopefully, at the end, we'll have we'll have um, mutants, like the real X Men, maybe. So. There, yeah, there are a lot of people that are sort of going, I don't know, I've seen Multiverse of Madness and it wasn't that good. Not really multiverse when you only go to two multiverses. But, you know, it is, it's it's the devil's playground. You can do whatever you want. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm, I'm in two minds. Uh, I need to see what comes before it. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, give it a, give it a go, Wally. You do you, man. <laughs> you do you. Yes, he will. Well, good luck and Godspeed. Yeah. I mean, he did do that in Loki, didn't he? Yep. <laughs> you do you. you <laughs> Sylvie and Loki. Mm. Wow. Yeah, ah. I love to see that. Mm. Um, so, next up in the news, um, this is something that is officially confirmed now, was announced uh, last year, um, but uh, we have it locked in with Paramount Plus, the Frasier reboot slash sequel series um, is happening um, on Paramount Plus. It's going to be coming out uh, next year, um, which is exciting. Um, but, um, yeah, um I'm trying to find my words right now, and I'm I'm not finding them. Um, That's right. Yeah. Toss those scrambled eggs. Yes, yes. Get 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 the toss yeah. salad and scrambled eggs <laughs> ready, kids. Um, yes. So Kelsey Grammer is coming back to, of course, play Doctor Fraser Crane one more time. Um, apparently, the series is going to be focusing on Fraser in a different city. In this new phase in his yes, life. No more Seattle. No more Seattle. Um, and apparently Niles, Daphne and Roz will not be series regulars. Oh, oh well, they're, they're still going to be on it. They will probably, yes. Like guests. Guest stars. They'll be in Seattle. Yes, and of course they're going to have to write out um, Fraser's father. Um, Martin yeah. Crane because mm. John Maloney passed away in 2018, mm. which is very sad. Um, so they'll be dealing with oh, that as well. That reminder just made me very sad now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Apparently the last time, though, we saw Frasier, he had boarded a plane to jet off to a new life, landing in Chicago to be with his girlfriend, despite previously taking a job in San Francisco. So who knows Ooh. if he'll be in either city. We have no idea. No information yeah. has been leaked or announced other than the fact that it's yeah going to be on Paramount+. Plus. So, um, But it is confirmed that it's no longer in Seattle. It's definitely not in Seattle, no. Okay, that's no. one city out of the 50 one, that we can cross yes. off. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah, because there's only 50 cities in America. Yeah, one, one per <laughs> sorry, state, <I> that's mean... <laughs> it. Yeah, one per state. That's I got do. confused with states, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's, that's fine. My brain no worky. <laughs> My brain no worky. 
Ooh, he card reads good. Um, <laughs> fully, uh, yes. Um, I know you're excited about I this. I am very excited for the return of Frasier. I really love the show. Uh-huh. Uh, my sister got me into it, actually. Oh, she, wow. She was, she's a big fan of Frasier. Nice. Uh, and then I found out that she had the box set of the DVDs, and I was like, all right, let me check this out. Because I had seen random episodes here and there on TV. Uh, so I knew it was a comedy. And then when I watched it from start to finish, oh my goodness, I absolutely loved it so much. Yeah, and it's quite good. Yeah, it is really good. Um, man, it's got to be so different without John Mulaney. Um, and... John, was it John, Sorry. John Maloney? Maloney. Maloney, Maloney. Maloney. Yeah, Maloney <laughs> is um, a different guy altogether. Yeah. <laughs> Same first name, similar last name. Wonderful. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, as, you know, it's sad that he, he passed away. When I found out about yeah. that news at the time, I, I, I was pretty devastated. But yeah. um, So it's going to be quite sad to not have him in this one. Uh, but... You know the fact that we're still going to get some of the other characters from the from the from the previous series, um, at least sort of do like cameos in in some episodes here yeah. and there, uh, which will be good. But the whole point of the show is about Frasier, so it kind of makes sense. And <laughs> now I'm like wondering, Namesake. exactly. Now I'm kind of wondering what city he'll be in, because there's a possibility they could still go with the Chicago route. Or they might change it and be like, no, he decided to go and take the San Francisco job. Yes. So he could be there. But then maybe altogether something might have something else might have happened and he could have gone somewhere else. So Yeah. Anything could happen. Anything is possible. Yeah, exactly. I just can't wait to hear the dulcet tones of Miss, of Dr. Fraser Crane again. Cause his voice is the iconic it's very thing good. to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Fr- Dr. Fraser Crane and and I'm listening. I'm listening. Ah, <laughs> uh, just and and just the antics that they come up with because I know how very he's got so much. The character's got so much pride, and he's so like snobby, and I love that <laughs> about him. It's so good. <laughs> so I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Michael, um, Hello. are you a Frasier fan? You excited about this? I like it. I like uh, I like Frasier, um, and having a sequel series. Uh, yeah, interested. Uh, is he? Ca- Come on, please don't do this. But he's not going to be a podcaster, is he? <laughs> oh, they'll totally do that. I, I reckon totally he would be. That. I reckon or he would be. He'll be on like iHeartRadio or something. <laughs> <laughs> or or Wondery. Yeah. 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 Fraser Crane becomes a podcaster. I am podcasting. Because <laughs> I'm listening. No, you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> the Talkback Radio podcast. Does it really work? I don't know. <laughs> Any. Wonder if he's yeah maybe they'll change it up. He's like interviewing people instead of like calling up because the previous TV show had a little bit of uh, voice cameos as well. Yeah, uh, I remember there was a cu- couple in there. Uh, I remember there was um, uh, oh uh, 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 Christopher Reeves one time. Oh yeah, as a as a guest voice 
uh, uh, talking to Dr. Fraser Crane. Uh, yeah. Uh, are they going to make reference to, to Slideshow Bob? <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Like, like I don't know, Bart, for some reason, calls him up to prank him. He's like, hello, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> A prank caller. Call him Bart. <laughs> yeah, um, very interested. Paramount Plus is sort of dusting out all their old stuff and say, hey, we've got new stuff now. We got IP. Let's let's yeah. redo that. Yeah, let's just reboot and sequelize and blah blah blah. Oh damn! I mean, this could this could be the one show that gets me onto Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> there are there is some good stuff on there. I mean, me and oh, I'm, wife. I'm sure I'm sure there is. I just I I know that I'm not going to have time to watch a lot of it. So. Oh no no! You need to need to make up time. Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons why we have it is because. Uh, one or two things. Um, watching Lower Decks, I've uh, been watching that, as well as um, the new Beavers and Butthead that me and the wife watch. Nice. And that, that's a bit of fun. Yeah. Because they're so stupid and it's funny. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> Bust my gut laughing funny. Because <laughs> they're fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> And I love, I, I, yeah, I just love it. It's really good. Yeah. It's, re- it's ironically very smart writing. Okay. There. I like it. I like it a lot. And nice. uh, I'll, I'll definitely watch this when it comes out. So when are we going to be watching this next year? Yes, next year, I believe. Mm. We'll be seeing the Frasier sequel series on Paramount Plus. Yay. Plush. The plus. All the pluses. Plus. Yes, all the pluses. I, I just love it. But I just love how, you know, Mark Bernardin and Kevin Smith just say Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Shout out once again to Fat Man Beyond. Our favorite podcast. Oh, yeah. Hashtag not sponsored. Well, <laughs> um, uh, my favorite is probably Tinseltown. Yeah. Uh, Tony Martin's Sizzletown. Save me. Nice. Okay, I want to jump in with our, our, our final news item yes. this week. And that is the confirmation in canon that Velma Dinkley is a lesbian. Uh, in the new... What? Jinkies. Oh, jinkies. Um, in the new uh, upcoming uh, Scooby-Doo animated feature, uh, Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo, um, a few clips have surfaced online um, in regards to that production, and uh, one happens to show uh, Velma, you know, seemingly kind of crushing on a, on a lady, um, mm-hmm. you know, which is absolutely fantastic. It's something that uh, has been... You know, they've been trying to make speculated. canon, and it's been speculated for a long time. But they've been trying to make canon, make it canon for a long time. Mm. Specifically, James Gunn said, um, uh, not too long ago. Um, when when was it? When was it? When uh, he was writing for the movie. Two years ago. So James Gunn um, said that when he was writing the script for the original Scooby Doo film. 
um, from 2002. He was uh, trying to write Velma as gay in that, and then the studio kept saying, nope, nope. And it kept getting watered down and watered down, mm. and then it just didn't happen. And then she ended up having a boyfriend in the sequel because uh, they were like, we're not, we're not doing no, that. No, we're not doing that. Which is a bull of shit. Um, but anyway, so it's finally official, which is really, really cool um, to have that confirmation. The internet was very happy and excited to see that. So um, hells to the motherfucking yes. And of course you got your naysayers, but you know. Yes. Well, you know. Haters gonna hate. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Haters gonna hate. Um, but no, I think it's... love is love. Love is love. And who the hell cares just let her be gay it's fine there's nothing wrong with it yeah it's wonderful exactly it's really nice um yeah cool Julio yes comments thoughts I've got nothing against this to be honest like just it's it's good news it's a character in uh in a fantasy world just let them be whoever they can be should be whoever they want to be yeah Absolutely. It's up to the writers. Let the writers decide. Mm-hmm. Like, if the character's got to be whatever the sexuality is, so be it. I don't care. Yeah. It's good. I mean, the amount of times, because I have watched, like, some of... I have watched the live-action films. Yes. Um, the ones with Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yes. Um, the amount of times that she would come across these hot dudes um, when she was trying to find her glasses... And it's always when she loses her glasses that she bumps into this spunky person. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> she's always sort of like out of breath or doesn't have the words when she usually does. Um, but, you know, it, it really doesn't matter because it's like I said, it's just a it's, it's just a fictional character. Like they can have whatever sexuality they want. Damn straight. So that that's fine. Yeah. It's normal to me. Why can't it be to everyone else? Exactly. Exactly. That's all I have to say. Beautiful. (laughs) Michael, do you have any additional comments, thoughts on this? As uh, the token cisgendered um, white male, Mm -hmm. I have no thoughts. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and I shouldn't voice him. I should shut the fuck up. Having said that, I do enjoy the gay agenda <laughs> and how its representation is in kids' films. Because uh, it's all about showing, you know, the kids it's like it's okay to be to be like this, and yep. it's there's nothing sinister in it at all. And come on. For years, for years, people expect have been expect uh, speculating that Velma was the way of the the lesbian persuasion, yes. Yes. and yeah, and honestly, I thought Fred was going to be gay. That would have been a twist. Mm. Nice. I mean, come on. I mean, I could have, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that too. Yeah, yeah. but you know, you got to have. Fred with Daphne and Scooby and and Shaggy, you know. I, I think also there was uh, with the James Gunn movie, written movie, it, it was going to be more more to do with you know a lot more heavy drug 
for you know stuff in there i mean they do scoot along with it pretty pretty wildly especially when that little scene on the beach where there's actually smoke coming out of the the mystery machine and we cut cut to oh they're just frying some some eggplants on uh, on a grill that's in, inside the van because shaggy is actually canonically uh, a vegetarian and there are some some times he's eating meat which is wrong because the original uh voice person for shaggy was casey Kaysen. uh and he was a vegetarian and said can we make uh shaggy vegetarian and stuff yeah sure why not so canonically he he, but shaggy eats everything no he's vegetarian not in the cartoons (laughs) it's wrong (laughs) i mean i mean in the previous like tv show um uh that that sort of retelling of scooby-doo where it's more uh where the ghosts were real sort of thing they actually made um uh velma and and shaggy an item mm. they were they were boyfriend and girlfriend so you know you can do whatever but mm. my shaggy is vegetarian thank you okay <laughs> yeah. and also in that movie they had a uh, they had um shaggy's love interest uh mary jane which is another name for marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They, they know what they're doing. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm all for this. Uh, and I'll watch it too. Watch yeah. it with my kids. Indoctrinate my kids into the gay agenda. <laughs> yeah, get over yourselves. Anyway, when is this going to come out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not sure when this is coming out, actually. It said October. Oh, here so, we go. Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo is actually out now, apparently, on Amazon Prime Video. Um, and it will debut on HBO Max in the States on the 16th of October. So it's, oh, there you go. It's out now from Moose. Yeah. Uh, remember those ads? <sighs> out now <laughs> by Moose. Cool. I'm going to grab it. That is the nerdy news done. It is. And dusted because it's now time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Our first trailer. Our first trailer, yes. Uh, is uh, a goodie. It's for, um, of course, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Even My chair you... is kind to kill me. Yeah, even the chair said no. <laughs> Don't you do it. Don't it's you cringe. do it. It's cringe. <laughs> uh, yes, Wakanda Forever, second trailer. Um, yeah, another good one. Not as, not as like, uh, tear-inducing as the first trailer was. If everyone remembers, I bawled my eyes out like a... Jesus Christ, it was hard to watch. Um... But you bawled your eyes out like Jesus Christ? I I bawled my eyes like, okay. Yes. It was Surely like a Jesus dot, dot. wept. It was like a dot, 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 and then I said Jesus sorry. Christ. Okay, okay, sorry. I wasn't saying Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have paused longer, sorry. <laughs> anyway, 
Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, this yes. second trailer was mm. was good. It showed us a lot more um, and a lot of the same stuff as well. Lots of quick little glimpses at certain things and characters. Um, and, uh, yeah, it just looks, it looks really good. It looks really epic and emotional and wonderful, and I can't wait to watch it. I don't really have a lot to say mm. other than we know now... That a, that the new Black Panther is a woman, it's confirmed. Um, so yeah, like I'm which woman? But which woman is the one? The the question that remains. It's Shuri. It's probably gonna be Shuri, but I hope it's Nakia, because I feel like that would be really nice. Mm. But um, but who knows? We'll we'll find out. When it comes out very soon, but uh, yeah, this was a. a when will a, that be, Kendall? Oh, oh we'll, sorry. <laughs> a bit early. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. We'll drag it out. Um, yes. Yeah, so yeah, I don't really have a lot to say. It was just a great trailer, and I can't wait to see the movie. So let's yeah. bring it on. Oh, Fulia. Yes. Go. I yeah no, I'm looking forward to this movie. Like um, Black Panther, um, that trailer gave me a bit more of what we're going to be getting. Uh, in terms of story, um, it's going to be interesting to see these new characters that we've not really seen before. Uh, so that'll yes. be really cool. Uh, and yeah, and the and the all new uh, representative of Black Panther. Uh, yeah, I really hope it is Shuri because that'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, but even if it isn't, that's totally fine as well i'm cool with that um but it's awesome that it's gonna be a female hell yeah i love that um sort of passing down the mantle it's not really cool and yeah um no i'm just i'm i'm looking forward to it can't wait yeah Mm. it's good michael what do you think uh i like this one because yeah the first one was tearjerker because it it's pretty much setting up just like, okay, this is the reason why the story it is what it is. Because unfortunately we all know all know, uh uh T'Challa is no longer with us. Mm. And with this trailer is more to do with the story within. So a lot more a lot more stuff with Namor as well. And Namor looks awesome. Yeah. I can't believe they get little. The, the MCU got little wings on the ankles to work. Yeah. And it doesn't look as stupid as <laughs> as it does in comics. You know, he's got little wings and he can he can fly and he can swim and he can do whatever. And Namor just looks fucking badass. Yeah, he does. Like for a badass villain, not really a villain, but you know. The 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 main protagonist that we're going to see, uh, I think there's, I, I think there's actually uh, a baddie behind what's going on as well. I think mm-hmm. they're just pitting pitting up uh, kingdoms versus kingdoms for yeah. the, for their own nefarious w- uh, means. I mean, a lot of a, a lot of people are speculating we're probably going to see a bit of a von doom right here. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I've I've heard that. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, and also yeah, I think uh, Shuri is probably going to be the 
Black Panther as well, because a lot of people have like uh, pointed out that the within the on the mask, her uh, the sort of battle paint that she had at the end of the previous movie was roughly it was a lot similar to what is on the Panther mask. Uh, at the end of this so people going connections relations yeah so that'll be cool Um, yeah so does that mean there's going to be a death in the family because you can't really pass over with something I don't know there's going to be yeah probably something's going to badly happen and who knows, mate? And there's a lot of speculation that Killmonger is probably going to come back. Hmm. Multiverse. Mm. Uh, multiverse and also because uh, he was buried at sea. Hmm. And I don't know, mate. Maybe there, there's something to do with that. And Namor's here. It's like, well, we, we can we we can rebuild. We can make him better. The $6 million Killmonger. We have the technology. To make him better. But I don't want to spend too much money. <laughs> Have you seen that Family Guy bit? Oh, Where, probably. Yeah, they sort of do the uh, six million dollar man, but he, he's like got, he's like made up on rubbish as well. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got a trash can as a leg and a, and one one of his arms is a toilet plunger. <laughs> anyway, God leader. So when will we be watching this candle? Well, uh, very soon, because in Australia, Black Panther Wakanda Forever will be releasing on the 10th of November. We are a month away. Oof. Yeah. And then Phase 4 is finished. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, because oh. Quantumania kicks off Phase 5. Ooh. 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 Ah, Glenn McGrath. Ooh, ah, Glenn McGrath. I said, ooh, yeah. ah, Glenn McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting. Exciting stuff. Okay. Yes. Let's move on to our second trailer. This is our first teaser look at Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Yahoo! Yahoo! <laughs> Ba-da-ba-da-da-bop. Um... Yes, so this is the trailer we were all waiting for. Anticipation. The, the hype was there mm-hmm. for it. <laughs> it looks great, I have to say. Like, it looks like, you know, you're watching a cinematic of the game, sort of. Except with, like, you know, real, really well done computer effects. Um, so tick in that box, aesthetic-wise, appearance-wise, looks looks awesome. It's very much have captured the look and feel of these characters and the worlds that they inhabit. Um, coming from me, someone who doesn't really play video games much, especially Mario, um, even though I have dabbled a little bit over the years. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's great. I'm happy about it. Jack Black as Bowser. I'm here for it all day long. Charlie Day as Toad. I'm here for that. Every day of the week. No, Charlie Day is playing Lu- uh, Luigi. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, it's Keegan-Michael Key that's playing Toad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, my bad. Um, a little bit of a high-pitched voice. Yeah, yeah. I, I got I got my wires crossed. But anyway, regardless, I'm here for 
here for those. Um, now, I have one thing to say to the internet. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, are we really surprised? <laughs> that Mario has no ass. That, <laughs> that's been confirmed for a long time. <laughs> Are we really, really surprised that Chris Pratt is basically just doing his own voice? Because everyone seemed pretty pissed that it's just him doing his voice. And for, to be honest, the two lines of dialogue you hear him say, one of them is, is, kind of sounds normal. The other one seemed to have some kind of inflection on it that didn't sound like his voice, but it didn't sound Italian either. So I think we just need to hear more and everyone needs, everyone needs to calm the fuck down. No, he's doing a Brooklyn accent. And I'm just, I'm just, I just am annoyed that everyone got so worked up over it because I'm like, are you, like, this is exactly what I expected. Are you fucking kidding me, internet? Really? Stupid. Anyway. Stupid that, internet. That go back to said, your box. Yeah, go back in your box. Stay there. Um, I say as I use the internet to broadcast my opinion. Um, so, ha ha. Ha ha. Duality. My, duality. My final thought, though, I will say. I, I do agree with the fact that, you know, Charles Martinet is right there and he's in this bloody movie, um, you know, as well. So, you know, is what it is. But don't entirely agree with it. I'm not going to get up in arms over it. It, it, it's, it fucking is what it is. At least the characters look like the fucking characters and we don't have a fucking Sonic on our hands, okay? Let's just be okay with that. Fulia. Hi. Hi. But if we whinge enough, we can change. <laughs> <laughs> that is my rant over. Yes. Um, I'm very excited to hear what you have to say about this teaser trailer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to eat my snack. Hello, Internet. How you doing? <laughs> Hello, Internet. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to start off with the good things. Okay. It looks phenomenal. Yes. The 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 animation design is on point. You can even see textures in their clothing. Like Mario's mm. overalls look like they're denim. Yeah. It's cool. I love it. Uh, you know, the 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 environments look amazing as well. The mushroom kingdom. Oh my goodness. Oh, that looks great. So amazing. Yeah. Um, Bowser looks Bad awesome. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Even though we're supposed to hate him, mm. I love him. Mm. Um, and the 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 touch with the penguins at the beginning that he's raiding. Oh my goodness! Ah, it's so good. Um, yeah, everything about it, amazing. Bowser voice, Jack Black. Great. Yeah. I love it. He's been doing a great job practicing a Bowser voice. <laughs> I reckon he would have had a very sore throat by the end of these sessions. Most likely. Um, and then having, you know, all these other amazing cast members. Uh, with Charlie Day is Luigi. Keegan-Michael Key's Toad. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I approve. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> And it makes it sound a bit more like Toad. Like, it's not like the actual Toad voice, 
but it's pretty close to what it yeah. could, what it is in the actual games, okay. which is cool. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with that. That's totally fine. We didn't hear from Luigi, no, um, because all we saw was him running away from <laughs> skeleton Coopers. Danger. <laughs> Fucking coward. <laughs> Uh, and but we haven't or we haven't seen Princess Peach, which I am still a bit curious about. Mm. I reckon she's still got to look on point to the actual character in the game, so that's totally fine. Yeah, um, it's just the voice that we haven't heard. Yes, it's the one thing I want to hear. Um, okay, so the elephant in the room, Mario, Chris Pratt. They, I mean, someone else could have been. The voice of Mario. Here's the thing. I'm in two minds about the voice. In one, on one side of the thing, it still sounds like it's Chris Pratt. It's nothing different. It's still Chris Pratt. And that's the one thing that really hurts me. But in the other sense, if they had have gone the route where they put the actual Mario Italian voice to this. Imagine that for an hour and a half. I don't know if everyone's going to be able to handle a Mario voice for an hour and a half like that. Constant. I don't know what you mean. (laughs) Like that would get old pretty quick. Maybe not for the kids, but (laughs) for the adults, especially for those of us who grew up on the games. It's going to get pretty old pretty quick. And this is coming from the same studio that gave us fucking minions. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But minions is a different thing. So that voice, the the minions voices I love to hear. It's the best. Banana! Banana! No, but yeah, I'm, I'm in two minds about the Mario voice. I just, I just wish that it wasn't just your straight out, you know, Emmett from the Lego movie sounding sort of Chris Pratt voice. Yeah. As much as it's like amazing for him to be entrusted with the character by, you know, by the head honchos from Nintendo, I, yeah, I, I need I need to hear more dialogue. Yes, more dialogue. Please. I need to hear more dialogue. From what we've heard so far, it's kind of disappointing. <laughs> I need to hear more dialogue. Okay. Yeah, but here's the other thing too. I don't I don't want Charlie Day to go and do the opposite thing where he's the actual Luigi voice. Like if they're gonna if they're no. gonna make if they're gonna make Chris Pratt just be Chris Pratt as Mario. Then Charlie Day needs to be sort of somewhere similar. No, I want Charlie Day to just sound like Charlie Day. <laughs> it's just high pitched and manic. Yeah. So she know from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That, that's real Charlie. Yes. I want that. Yeah. So yeah, look, at least Charles Martinet is still gonna be in the actual movie itself. Voicing who we don't know yet, but it'll be some iconic Nintendo character for sure. The narrator. Um, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Waluigi. We have still yet to hear from Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. 
Can't wait. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Um, Kevin Michael Richardson's Kamek. I was trying to figure out who that was. I thought that was Charles Martinez. Yeah, same. <laughs> he does a very good job of Kamek. Yeah. <laughs> very good job. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah. There, there, there's, that's my thoughts and feelings about Super Mario. Mm. I'm really looking forward to it. I'll watch it because when it does come out, I'll be in Canada, so I'll be able to watch it in Canada. <laughs> With my Nintendo friends. <laughs> Your friends from Canada. From the, Canada. The, the, the land of the maple leaves and maple syrup. Um, <laughs> and Full of maple. hockey. And, and hockey. And Tim Hortons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and Monopoly money. <laughs> We can relate. And Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds, yes. Yes. The land of Ryan Reynolds. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I am I am looking forward to it, regardless of what's going to happen. I'm still going to watch it, regardless of the voices. <laughs> I am more curious about what story they're going with. Yes. With this particular I feel film. like they're going to go classic. Yeah. Mario. Yeah. Paying, hom- paying, paying homage to the games of the past. Go save Princess Peach. But maybe they'll do a little bit different for today's audience. I don't know. We'll see. No, you can still get away with it. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I mean, Star Wars New Hope still holds up to today because because mm. Leia is still fucking badass. I mean, yeah. she grabs a gun and shoots. Yeah. Maybe they make Peach like Princess Leia. Yeah. Kick-ass, Peach. Kick-ass. <laughs> Peach takes no Hey, crap. she knows how to fight. So that's the main thing. Because yes. if you can if you can play as Peach in the games, then why wouldn't you use Peach? Yes. In the movie as a, as a fighter. <laughs> yeah, she can float. Exactly with her dress. <laughs> yes. Ooh. <laughs> All right, yes. Michael, hit Hello. us with your opinion yes. on the Super Mario Brothers movie teaser trailer. This looks awesome. Uh, when the cast list came out. I am still intrigued, and having heard what we've heard, Jack Black's doing Bowser, fucking awesome. Uh, up for Donkey Kong and Seth, Seth Rogen. I mean, you can just just picture it. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know. I. I, I know. I know. Luigi is more like this, but I want to. Um, it. It's sort of paying homage to the original. Um, Mario movie, which is cool, where it's from Brooklyn. It's like, hey, I'm Mario. I'm jumping here and that sort of thing. Mm. Cannoli. I mean, (laughs) cannoli. (laughs) I mean, you can't really imagine like Mario sounding like like Tony Soprano. (laughs) Nah. Watch out! Watch out! Yeah, you know, just an insane like. Version of, of the character. I mean, Chris Pratt doing Mario. It's fine. It's fucking fine. I think I'm not that. I'm not that too attached of the voice. Mm. I mean, we've all got a version of it. Uh, it's just a. It's just a new take, and I really enjoy the fact that uh, that uh, Illumination didn't really. Uh, didn't really um, change the the characters too much. I mean, more definition, 
Uh, Bowser has scales, which is awesome. Um, and you can see more... Uh, you can see the hairs on Mario's mustache. And speaking as a person, a proud <laughs> proud owner of a, his own mustache. Uh, I, I, I like it. I like it a lot. And it just looks like a, some fun. And showing it to my, my five-year-old is like, I want to watch it. And it's like, I want to watch it too. And you're going to be old enough to actually sit down and watch it. <laughs> watch it with me. So I have an excuse now. And and what else? Um, yeah, I, I do make jokes. It's like, yeah, when the poster came out, it's like, oh, Mario has no ass. It's like, are you expecting Mario to have like a big badonkadonk? <laughs> no, you're not. It's it's Mario looking like Mario. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. If you really are upset, there's. Hundreds of games you can play. Yep. Yeah. You don't so, have to watch the movie. Yeah, so shut the fuck up. Yeah, literally. Go outside, touch grass if you want. <laughs> yep. Hmm. So when are we going to be watching this monstrosity, Kendall? <laughs> well, we will be watching this uh, when it releases next year on the 30th of March. My childhood is ruined. And me. Our third and final trailer is uh, another teaser, I would say, for the upcoming Doctor Who special, uh, The Power of the Doctor. This is this is the big one. This is the final episode. With Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. Mm-hmm. This is the end of the 13th Doctor. End um, of an era. End of an era. Yes. Very much. Um, this looks epic as shit. I can't wait to watch this. Uh, it looks awesome. The visuals were quite stunning. The story sounds really intense and dramatic and high stakes. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's good to see the return of the master. Um, cause I, I kind of like him. I think he's a, he's a good, a good baddie. Um, and we've got some Daleks here as well, which is cool. And some Cybermen. And some Cybermen I think I saw too. Yes. Mm. That's exciting. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. It just, it looks, it looks really, really good. And it's going to be really intense. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't wait um, to to watch this and to see how the end of of um, thirteen kind of plays out and yeah it's just it's gonna be good I think I got a good feeling about this one mm. yes Fulia what do yes. you reckon I'm very excited the trailer's very very intense um, <laughs> there's a lot happening and they packed in so much into that trailer so that I literally said, we're getting all of this in one episode. Yep. Mm. One one-hour episode, all of that. <laughs> hour That's a half. lot. Hour, okay. Mm. So it's almost, yeah, it's feature filmy sort of side. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. 90, 90 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Okay. They're going all out with this one. It looks like it. Yeah. It's exciting. It's also very scary because <laughs> we're coming to the end of the Jodie Whittaker Doctor. 
Yep. Uh, and yeah, it's going to be also very sad. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm mm. probably going to tear up yeah, uh, so. at the end, especially. But um, yeah, lots. It's going to be action packed. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's going to be intense. Intense. Yes, yeah. we love to see it. Mm. All right, Michael. Hi. Hi. Um, how are you feeling about this teaser? Truthfully? <laughs> yeah. Tad worried. Ooh. Oh. Okay. There's a shitload in this. <laughs> mm. A lot that they're going to tackle. There is the master. Yes. He's doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Erasing the doctor from history. We have uh, paintings, 15 paintings going missing. That's a thing. Mm. Uh, We are are having uh, old companions coming back that we haven't seen in in 30 and 40 years. So enough time to delve into that. Cool. We have Daleks. Daleks coming back. Okay. We have Cyberman coming back. We have we have uh, we have um, Frankenstein. Uh, we have the Franken we we have the Frankenstein allegory. Uh, Cyberman coming back. Mm. How is he back? Yeah, he, he shrunk last time we saw him. Yeah, the Master is back. He was on Gallifrey last time. Mm. Uh, how did, how did he escape? We are also dealing with... Uh, are we going to be dealing with uh, the Timeless Child and cleaning that up? Mm. Probably not. Uh, we also have uh, uh, Bradley Walsh uh, confirm that he'll be coming back as well. Uh, so what is he doing? Mm. <laughs> and uh, we've also got a generation story as well at the end of it. So, Okay. Can we deal? Uh, can we have a good moment to see the first ever female doctor and her ending being played out quite nice? And it's also been penned by Chris Chipnell, who really loves putting everything in, including the kitchen sink. And we only got an hour and a half. I'm a little bit concerned. <laughs> Isn't there also going to be a cameo of a certain other doctor previously as well, potentially? Well, or it is, is that, to be seen. Or is that for something else? That's for the 60th anniversary, right? That's for one of the 60th anniversaries. Mm. Yes. So I don't. I still. Don't, I still don't think that David Tennant's coming back to be the fourteenth Doctor, and then it's going to be taken over by um, uh, uh, not Taika Waititi. Shooty Gatwa. Uh, Shooty Gatwa, and I think she. Uh, I, I think the Doctor's going to be regeneration into Shooty Gatwa. Um, just mm, let's not straight out. Yeah. Let, let's not like make things more complicated yeah. than that. Having said that. Every time there is a uh, changing of the guard, including showrunner and new doctor, because it usually happens that way, weirdly, and uh, there's always notes from that from 
the 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 next person taking over to say hey can you do this because that will set up what i'm doing uh that happened with um stephen moffat to uh uh chris chipnell saying hey i want the doctor to ch uh to be flung out of the tardis and and for the console room to be destroyed and and Stephen Moffat basically said, "Okay, weird, but there you go," and that's what they did to for for the new thing. And Stephen Moffat sort of did the same thing with Russell T Davies for the first time. He's like, "I want uh, I want the I want the console room to be destroyed because it's going to be a new console room. So there's going to be a new console room when when the new things stuff. But there's also a rumor that." Um, that uh, 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 Jody is going to regenerate outside of the TARDIS. Oh. So that's going to, that's going to be a new thing for the new for new Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, because uh, trying to think, there hasn't been a generation outside of the TARDIS since Paul McGann. and that one was. Ages ago, for Paul McGann Doctor turning into John Hurt's Doctor, for the uh, for a, a special like little video to celebrate the 50th anniversary, to to get to get the reason why John Hurt's Doctor is in this thing, and he is a Doctor. So I am a little bit skeptical when it comes to this because. I have been burnt before with Chris Chipnell um, asking more than than, hap than happens but I am excited I am excited to watch this for a good celebration for the end of Jodie's tenure as a Doctor and it has its ups it has its downs and god it does have its downs mm. but but, um, but having said that um, I think the story is uh the doctor the doctor is being phased out of memory and i think the power of the doctor is through um uh, the doctor's companions and that's why we're going to see uh, going to see previous companions and maybe they they're definitely hiding a lot of stuff beyond under the coat of what we see because we've sort of seen bits like this uh, uh bits from what we know from previous things, so there's no, nothing really new in this teaser trailer, and it and God, it's it's two weeks, and we're getting a teaser trailer now. <sighs> uh, I love it and hate it at the same time. It's like stop, just can you just be normal? <laughs> What's normal about Doctor Who? <laughs> I know, I, I'm, I'm yelling at clouds yeah I'm, I'm 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 hoping for more pre uh previous companions i mean i really want to see uh, i really i really want to see ian chesterton just uh, who was uh, a first doctor companion because he's still around uh william russell uh, i want to see him i want to see susan i want to see everyone i want to see bunny langford <laughs> To come back as Mel. Oh God! I want to see Perry. I want. To... 
We can't have everything, Mike. Uh, uh, no, I want all. I want everyone. <laughs> and they all converse and they all hold hands. It's like, we remember the Doctor and it's, mm, you, know, you know, that corny shit. But <laughs> it's it's going to be everyone, including the new doctor, uh, new companions as well. I don't know. Maybe we'll get Donna. <laughs> that would be awesome. And then she remembers the Doctor and then and that continues with what's happening in the 60th because somehow she has her memories back and she's gallivanting with David Tennant's Doctor. Weirdly, in a way. <laughs> so that explains that. So, yeah, uh, I can't wait. And it's not too long now. So how long do we have to wait, Kendall? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. The Power of the Doctor will be airing on the 23rd of October. Travelling to Mars. How long? Two weeks. Two weeks. Get your ass to Mars. Mm. <laughs> Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Okay. Mm. That's going to be mm. interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Trailer Park done. Yep. We're rolling on out. Mm-hmm. Which means it's time for a quickie review. Quickie review. Quickie review. All right, let's keep it quick because I really want to get to the next part of the episode. And I don't actually have a whole lot to say about Andor mm. episode five. Andor, um, the last airbender. Andor. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, cool. So, you know, the heist didn't happen. Um, another episode kind of just building up anticipation for that. Uh, lots of tension growing amongst the, you know, this, this small gang of rebels, whether or not they can trust Cassian. Um, you know, some good characters in there, some annoying characters in there. Lots of cliches everywhere. Um... But it it's was, Star Wars. It's Star Wars, yeah. It's fine. Um, I did really like... I'm loving what they're doing with the TIE Fighters on this planet about how, like, they're just kind of scary in a way because of just the way that they're just ominously flying around and you just hear that their noise that they make. Oh, yeah, the moment you hear that sound. Yeah. You it's know. just fucking with the lo- uh, locals. Yeah, it's really, really good. And then, like, to have one of them in that one moment where it just flies pretty much right over him. Um, that was that was pretty cool. I reckon that pilot has some news to report. Yes, he might. He might. Um, yeah, so that was, you know, so that was fine. That was good. I mean, yeah, I was expecting it to, you know, actually have the heist happen, but it looks like, you know, maybe this show is going to do, like, the three-episode pod sort of structure storytelling because, you know, the first three episodes set on that one you know set in one place and then he's left and then he's now he's in this place and now we're going to do three episodes here and then probably fuck off go somewhere else um but i'm still interested and i'm still enjoying it mm. and i'm i'm liking the world building um lots of family drama going on with mon mothma yeah um poor woman that you know sniveling daughter she has um not a fan of them <laughs> not a fan of them um, Daddy's girl. And speaking of parents, um, Cyril's mother. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, continuing to be a joy. Um, lay it on thick, thanks. Lay it on thick, yes. Mm. 
blue milk in your cereal. How about that? Um, I want that cereal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was... was, So it was fine. It was a fine episode. Not a lot happened. Mm. Um, um, Yeah, just a lot of building up towards things and lots of little character moments. Um, So didn't love it, didn't hate it. Just, you know, enjoyed it for what it was. So... That's about all I've got. I suppose I'd give it a three and a half out of five if I had to rate it. Okay. But uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this heist happening next week and how much of it is going to go batshit off the rails because it will. There's no way that's going smoothly. No. Um, <laughs> mm. People are going to die. People are going to die. Um, Fulia, what did you think of episode five of Andor? Uh, yeah, I think this was another sort of filler episode by the by the looks of it. Um, and look, to be honest, I don't mind. I, like I said last week with, with that episode, like, I don't mind the dialogue that happens, um, with these particular episodes in the show. Um, it gives us a bit more backstory into what's happening with the characters. Uh, and, you know, we learn a little bit more about what the future is going to be holding for them. Uh, and just, you know, just building up the tension, essentially, for for the audience to mm. see where it's all going to go. Like the a couple of times that they almost got caught by TIE fighters. Yep. You know, the fact that they had to cover up their guns so that they weren't visible, <laughs> hmm. um, which was interesting. Mm. Uh, you know, the tension within the group with Cassian, um, whether they can trust him or not. But, mm. you know, it's um, it was for me, it's very intriguing. Uh, but uh, out of that whole episode, um, I did like this one line that, um, oh, what was her name? The leader of the little group? I can't remember her name. Oh my goodness. The blonde one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, where they're having us like a little chat, uh, around the bonfire. Um, and her one line that really intrigued me was that everyone has their own rebellion. Mm. Mm. And I really like that line. I really did. Um, because it's true. Everyone has their own version of their story of why they hate the Empire, Empire so much. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they've got their own reasons for wanting to to get back at them. Yep. And I love that. Yeah. So, you know. Nothing's black and white. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed this episode just like the last one. So I'm, I'm ready. I am ready for them to infiltrate the, the empire and start the heist. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Mm. We have enough information. Let's just get the job done. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Do it. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Michael, what did you make of this episode? Um, I really liked uh, the fact that it is slow pace uh, and let things simmer for a bit mm. and you can as you said Fulia everyone has their own uh, rebellion and you can sort of see like individuals uh, and, and their take on what, what's been happening including uh, the ones that are that are not going to be part of the heist but uh, and their their own struggles and, that, and especially with uh, Mofra and and her struggles with her family. And we sort of know what's going to happen. She's going to give up her family to to be 24 hours with the rebellion. So, And that's difficult and hard. And we didn't know that um, 
mm. by, by watching her in 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 other projects as well. So yeah, it's it, uh, I, I definitely love the I uh, definitely enjoying the build up and not going gung ho. And yeah, it does feel like it's the three three story uh, arc until some something else and. And that's what happened with the third one. I think we were just um, sort of glutton for choice because all three episodes dropped and we sort of watched them all, all at once. It's like, yeah, this is awesome. And then, then we sort of going, yeah, okay, each week, each week. But, yeah, it's a it's a good palate cleanser from a week of incest. Yes. To bring it back to what I've been watching. <laughs> yeah. Not intentionally, but still. Mm. And yeah, really enjoying it and can't wait to see what happens from here. Mm. Great. And definitely going to be some deaths, I reckon. I think mm. the kid's going to die. Oh, I hope not. I like him. Yeah. He's wonderful. Mm. He's so passionate about his technology. Yeah. The yeah. And the rebellion and his manifesto and Yeah, no, he's going to die. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've got a girl back home. This is her. This is my picture. You know, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, only two days away from retirement. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Anyway. Anyway. I like I like the shape. Yeah. Space yeah. sheep. Space sheep. <laughs> and they're grey milk. Yeah. <laughs> That was yep. funny. <laughs> Good stuff. Love it. You Love know. it. Cool. Mm. All right. Well, those are our uh, thoughts on Andor episode five. Mm. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that. Much looking forward to next week. Mm. Yes. And thank you for no flashbacks. Yes. Yes, no flashbacks this time. Um, I'm cool with that. Mm. Yes. All right. Are we ready? Because it's what? time. Oh, hold on. For the yeah. moment. Uh, oh, drinking. The the segment. Hmm. The section. Oh, that's good. The part. Adam's ale. The place. No name for water. The spot in the show we like to call. Ooh. Popcorn culture. Yeah, it's popcorn culture time. Rage, <laughs> rage. It's popcorn culture time, and of course, we are here to discuss the latest episode of Daredevil: Avocados at Law. I'm sorry, <laughs> She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. <laughs> Avocados? Avocado? You guys don't remember the the. the you haven't seen Daredevil. You, Michael, you remember that whole Avocados at Law thing with him and Foggy? No? I I haven't finished it. You've seen it before, haven't you? Is this your first time? I, I, I don't know what it... What? <laughs> I'm not making this up, god damn it. I know, I'm not that... <laughs> no, maybe he really hasn't seen it. I thought you'd watched Daredevil before. What, the... The TV show or the, the, the movie? The, 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 TV the TV show. Yeah, not all of it. 
how much of it is not all of it. First two episodes? Oh, there you go. <laughs> You're one up on me. Okay. Well, sorry. Not sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's here, guys. Finally. Matt Murdock is here. Charlie Cox. If it Dare wasn't this devil. one, it was going to be the next one for sure. So. Yes, 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 yes. But can I just say this is the best episode of She-Hulk so far? Uh, I think so. It's because it had someone that we know. Maybe. It's, yeah. n- it's not... It's For me, it's not just the fact that Daredevil's in it and I'm such a fan of his, and I really enjoyed Charlie Cox and his portrayal of the character. So did um, Jen. <laughs> so did Jen. Enjoyed Charlie's... Sorry. Giggity, giggity goo. Um, <laughs> ah, look, I just, I just really enjoyed... Like, there were no dull moments. There was no cringy humour. There was no like bad characters like it was just it was funny it was witty it was engaging um there was some actual character development for jen mm. um in this that i really liked some um, proper court procedures and some actual court like the fact we got what we wanted and then some i think with this mm. episode like we wanted to see daredevil in action and we wanted to see Matt Murdock in action, most specifically facing off against Jennifer yeah. Walters in the courtroom, and we got that. Yeah. Um, and so, they got action. And then they got action, which I was like, I wonder if they're going to do that, because they, they hook up in the comics. So I was wondering if that was going to happen. And then when they started hinting at it, I was like, oh, please. And then when it happened, I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. It's so <laughs> I was going, happy. oh, oh. Oh, 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm so happy. Although I will just say on that, not really a mention of Josh in this episode, mm. which I found a bit interesting. That, you know, she was very much quickly over him. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, but, but I suppose last but week... But she was all over Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> she was all over Matt Murdock. Yes, um, but I suppose last week's episode we did, you know, they showed her kind of just accepting that, you know, she had a fling with a guy and it didn't work out and she deleted his number and that was that. Mm. Yeah. So I suppose you can get away with it that way. But um, but yeah, I don't know. Those are my overall thoughts. Fulia, what mm. about you? How, how are you feeling about this episode? This episode was really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I was cheering. I was clapping. Yeah. I had a laugh. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was a good episode. Um, man, just the tension between those two. Oh. <laughs> yes. Always like at each other with all their comebacks. Yep. Funny. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, and my goodness, though, like that courtroom procedure was actually quite cool to see. It was great. Um, and especially for someone like me who hasn't really seen, and for Mike, I'm going to say, that <laughs> we haven't really, we haven't Now that we seen, know. Yeah. And then we haven't seen Matt Murdock actually do his thing in the courtroom much. So to see it 
in, in this in this context um, against Jin. It was really awesome. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, and then you know, you know, as soon as soon as that was over, Jen's Taylor was no more for her. He, he was like, "Nope, I hate you now. Bye bye." <laughs> yes, yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I it was a it was a good episode. Lots of action, lots of tension, in more ways than one, and. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Michael. Hello. Your overall thoughts of, of this episode. It was a really good episode. And Devil's Advocate, it's a bit of a shame that they actually hit their stride on the second last episode. But hopefully there'll be another season. I want to, I'm, I'm, I want more. I don't know. Yeah, I would. I would totally be down for a season two. Yeah. Yeah. Now that we are establishing what She-Hulk is, uh, and then we can just dive right into what this particular episode sort of represents. Like a little bit of core procedurals, Jen as a character, a bit of action, bit of bit of love, bit of hate, and. And yeah, definitely a good mix in this particular episode. And yeah, um, yeah, favorite episode, uh, best episode ever <laughs> of, of anything. <laughs> uh, and a good reintroduction of Charlie Cox back in, uh, back back door pilot. Mm. Mm. New suit, no. New suit. Yep. The gold and the red. Yes, the mustard and ketchup. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that description. Yeah. <laughs> mustard and ketchup go together like seasonal mustard and cheese. Sure. Yeah. Great. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Next. So, um, let's talk about Leapfrog mm-hmm. for a sec. Um, Best I, character ever. This, yeah. I'm guessing he's a deep cuts reference from the comics. He is. Um, so that's cool. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed him as this incompetent, rich kid dickhead that just is like, oh, okay, wants to be a superhero. Yeah, I'm entitled. I therefore I believe I should be a superhero, and people should love me. And all of this stuff. I thought he was uh, hilarious. Um, just the way he was carrying on. Um, and the fact that right at the start... I really loved the fact that the episode... it You know, it started off with, like, the scene with Leapfrog being, you know, like him trying to prevent these two guys from stealing from this store or whatever it was. Um, and, you know, usually we have... that's Like, that's your cold open, right? You have that scene where it's just... This is the action, and this sets up the episode. But instead, it was that interspliced with, uh, you know, him actually in Jen's office talking. Usually they do that after the cold open, but they did them at the same time. And I thought that was really cool, especially Mm. because of how it showed how much of a dickhead this dude (laughs) is. Because he's, like, talking about how he was, like... I was being overpowered by these goons, and I was doing this. And he like, was embellishing nah. his story quite yeah. a bit. And I, yeah, and I just thought that was very 
uh, very nicely handled the way that they pulled that off. It was very funny and amusing, um, you know, and just seeing him and hearing him go, it's time to rip it and rip it, and then just takes off and then falls immediately to the ground and catches fire. Such um, a terrible catchphrase. I love it. I think it's fantastic. No. It's lame. I know it's lame, but I, I thought it was great. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I enjoyed I enjoyed Leapfrog quite a bit, and uh, yeah, the fact that you know he just feels like he can do whatever he wants because at the start of the episode he's coming across as a hero, and then at the end of the episode he's kind of a bad guy because he kidnaps Luke, um, which is feels pointless in a way. I don't know. Ill-intentioned bad guy. Yes, yes. He probably didn't think he was doing anything wrong. He was just like, ah, I just, just I want a new suit that works. Mm, and just goddamn, annoying. Mm. God damn you. Yeah, I'm just going to do it. Um, so that was funny. But yeah, I, and I just the fact that, you know, he was, what did it, what was he calling his goons? The, he was, the, he was trying tadpoles? to get them. Tadpoles? He was trying, yeah, the tadpoles. God, I hate that. I thought that was funny. <laughs> and my the, children. <laughs> and yeah, and the whole, um, lily pad thing like it's like oh it's my my covert uh hideout everyone knows about it and then it's so famous and then they literally rock up and it's like lily pad and giant neon writing above this building yeah it's... the building that his dad owns which is actually written on the side of the building ah there you go <laughs> yeah it was just yeah everything about him was just um highly enjoyable i i really uh, appreciated Leapfrog, fully. Oh, I beg to differ. I know, and I love that. Please tell me how much you you loathed watching. Oh my gosh, he was such an asshole. <laughs> uh, Rich kid, just so entitled, so up himself, and thinks he knows everything. Get over yourself, mate. Seriously. Calm down. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's he's irked me, okay? He's (laughs) not a likable character at all for me. No. I just... No, I can't. It was terrible. But he's got a frogger. No. Yeah, that was a fun touch. Arcade in his... his He no longer has vintage arcade. (laughs) They're dead now. Such Uh, a shame. Yeah, yeah, nah. Move on. <laughs> All right, Michael. Michael, <laughs> what did you think of Leapfrog? He's fine. <laughs> he deserved he... those burns. He... Oh, okay. Someone doesn't like Leapfrog <laughs> a lot. Someone doesn't like Leapfrog. No. Um, his character um says on the Tim. Uh, sort of summed him up with that meeting with uh, Jen in the first uh, first scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, how he does embellish and doesn't really tell the full story, and it definitely bit Jen on the ass with that one. And yeah. so did so did Matt Murdock actually. Mm. Um, bite bite her on the ass. Ha. Um, ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, and. Yeah, and then he just took matters in his own hands. It's like, ah, oh, I'm being attacked by by a guy. 
He's like, yeah, because your because your actions have consequences, dude. You should learn that, like very quickly. Uh, don't go, go, don't go kidnapping a tailor just because you're miffed at him. Yeah. Yeah. I want him back for the second season. No, yeah, bring him back. No. Redeeming in the eyes of Julia. No, one episode's enough. I don't need another <laughs> one. No. It's, it's fine. Look, Smart, smarmy little bastard. If He got any, his just desserts. If anything, Fulia, you can be glad that he is the reason why we have Daredevil in this show. So, I'd take that as a win. Yeah, small mercies? Small mercies. Look, he was going to rock up regardless of if his client. No, if, no. If not by Frog, story. No, I don't, no, no. It could have been anyone else, but it had to be that stupid brat. <sighs> had to get had to get Matt from 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 New York. New York. From New York, I'm walking here. From New York City. <laughs> New York City. <laughs> Devil's yes. Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. All right. Yeah. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Hell's Kitchen. Yes. Well, speaking of. Mm. Um, yes. So, yeah. You know, the episode after after we see that, uh, you know, <laughs> Luke Jacobson gets dragged into this this mess and, and uh, Jen isn't very happy about that because, you know, he's in the middle of making her gala dress. Um, and that's important. And of course, you know, to no one's surprise, Luke takes it very personal that she's come to be like, well, there's a, there's a problem here. Um, <laughs> little bit of a, of a, of a top overreaction. Yes. Um, and yeah, I really, I really like the setup of like, you know, we're in the courtroom and, um, you know, there's no one representing Luke as it seems um and I yeah I just enjoyed the whole you know in he comes through the door just just yes he's like I'm here and I'm like yes you are baby you're here I'm so happy (laughs) you're so here yes he's here um and I just this this whole courtroom scene was a huge highlight of the episode I mean, I think for me, every every scene that had Matt Murdock in it in this episode was fantastic. Um, but this was really great because it was a good introduction for the, for like you know like you guys who haven't really seen a whole bunch of Daredevil um, on screen yet and what Matt Murdock can do. Um, and you know, because you know a lot a lot of people that wouldn't have seen the Netflix series, you know, they only saw him in No Way Home last year yeah. in that brief brief scene. And now we get a whole episode of him being a lawyer guy um, slash vigilante. And um, it's just brilliant. I love the way that he, like, you know, just kind of counters everything that Jen, Jen says. Like, both of them are making very valid points. Like, it was really good, you know, a court procedural kind of a scene. I thought, like, the dialogue was fantastic and I enjoyed Jen's little you know, fourth wall breaks, like, you know, who's this asshole? <laughs> um, I thought that was, that was great. And then of course the fact, the fact that fucking leapfrog was not honest about 
what he was actually doing with the suit. But I feel mm-hmm. like that's more of a he didn't realize he shouldn't have done that <laughs> situation because he's a fucking dumbass and just put jet fuel. He didn't read the instructions. He just put jet fuel in the, in the boots because he thought it was badass. Like, I don't think he did that on purpose. I think that was just him being a dickhead. <laughs> Um, yeah. which I thought was I thought was funny, um, and uh, yeah, the fact that obviously Matt Murdock can sniff that out with mm. his his heightened senses, um, yeah. So it was it was just great. I loved this whole scene. And he can uh, read heartbeats, so he knows he's lying. Yes, that's true. Mm. That's very true. Um, fully human, human lie detector. Human lie detector. Fulia, what did you think? And you thermometer. Would, did you yeah. yeah. Did you enjoy this courtroom scene? I did, I did. It was really good. Um uh, just being able to see Matt Murdock in action. Uh, you know, knowing his stuff. He that there he wasn't wrong when he said that he's a really good lawyer. He's a really good lawyer. <laughs> uh so I look, I'm I'm happy to see him. Uh we've been looking forward to seeing him for a very long time. Uh, and now I feel like I really want to go and watch the original Netflix Daredevil, even though we're going to get a rebooted version of at some point later on. It's still worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely going to go back and watch that. Um, the banter between him and Jen in the courtroom was good, was sorry, great. Not just good. Great. Um, and yeah, it was like two people that are very highly intelligent uh, and they know their stuff. They know they're, they're both really good lawyers. Yes, Let's just put sure. it that way. Yes. Um, but it was, it was just Jen's unlucky day that she got the twit of a freaking client that decided not to include the fact that he used jet fuel in his stupid boots. Divulge. Yes. So, yes. you know, that was unlucky for her. Unfortunately, it was. But then we got to get some awesome action scenes later on, with them sort of working against each other, and then later on together. So action scenes together. Lots of action. Scenes. Lots of action. <laughs> Lots of wow. action. But yes, we will get to that. Yeah, Michael. Hello. Did you enjoy the the legalities of this episode? Definitely. Uh, this is probably my favourite so far. Because it, it didn't really overstay its welcome. It, it's definitely like quick fire sort of um, battle royale between two two very good lawyers. Mm. And I can't wait to see those two up against the uh, living tribunal when we're hmm. dealing with, dealing with um, uh which universe should survive, and mm, and yeah. they're ga- they're going to be representing six one six, so I can't wait for that. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, them and Ultron. Ultron. Voltron. <laughs> yeah, Ultron. Ultron's going to be um, uh, Council as well, because oh. David Spader. Got to have David Spader. James doing. Spader. David Spader. Okay. <laughs> Dave Spade, <laughs> David, Dave, James Spader, Boston Legal, haha, yep, doing doing his thing. I get you. Yeah, um, I I really enjoyed it. It's my it's my favorite. Mm. 
And as I said, didn't ever say it's welcome, and it was quick fire and and nipped it in the bud and wanted more, really. Mm. And we're probably not going to get get one next next week or next episode because maybe Jen's going to jail. But we're on. We'll talk about that later. Yes, we will. We will. Um. One other scene I really enjoyed in this episode was, of course, um, in the bar after the court uh, appearance that we just discussed. Um, you know, the fact that we got um, Matt Murdock buying Jen a drink. I really liked this scene. It was really kind of a, you know, cute scene in a way. Um, just the two of them. Their their banter with each other, but I just I love the fact that it kind of came down to, um, you know, what Emil Blonsky was talking about last week about how like you know sometimes things just appear in your life to teach you a lesson, um, and you know, and here's Matt Murdock basically just telling her something that she really needed to hear because you know she's been fighting against this She Hulk and am I going to be a superhero? I don't want to be a superhero sort of thing. And he's like, well, <laughs> you know, you can, you can Del be. Taco commercial. Yeah. <laughs> you can be, you know, you can be Jen and, and, and use the law, uh, to, to help people when, you know, society fails them. And then if the law fails them, then she Hulk can step up and, and and then and help out. So you kind of put matters best. in her own hands. Yes, you can be the best of both worlds. Uh, I really liked that. I thought that was really nice. Um, and yeah, exactly what Jen needed to hear. And as I alluded to earlier, good, some good character development. I think that uh, that took place or the beginnings of it anyway in this episode. So yeah, it was just really nice, really nice scene. Fulia, do you have any thoughts on on this bar scene between the two of them? Yeah, no, it was a nice sort of a chill moment between them. Um, you know, it, it's... I, I don't know how normal it is for opposing lawyers after a particular session in court come together. It must be normal, because I I wouldn't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, they all know each other. Yeah. It is. It is. It, it was nice to sort of just see them, sort of just just having a, a a quick chat together, and you know, especially for two people. Even though Jen at that time had no idea that he was a daredevil, um, it was just nice to to find out, uh, just to get a little bit of advice, I suppose, as to how hard life is as a superhero. Yeah. So, which I gotta say is interesting too, because. You know, she asks him, like, you're from New York, why are you here? Mm. Um, and he's like, well, Luke made me some suits, so I was here to pick them up. And then she doesn't question that. Yeah. Like, when she knows Luke makes superhero suits. Mm. I thought that was interesting. She just let that go. Yeah. Hmm. I think if you're representing someone who's... That you know each other, maybe... Jen Dintwig is like, well, obviously he's probably a superhero. Don't know who, until they meet up again. Mm. Mm. But it was a very good meet cute, <laughs> as they say it. Yeah, yeah. 
and very flirty. It was, it was nice. I didn't expect it to go mm, too far. I thought, ah, that's pretty cool. It's like cool banter as well as will they, won't they sort of thing. <laughs> Cut out middleman. Go straight to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I liked Jen being all like, "Are you picking up on what I'm, what I am as well? Like, you are we feeling the same thing?" Um, you know, these little fourth wall breaks, kind of talking about what's going on, mm. and just yeah, I don't know. It was just really nice. I just liked mm-hmm. it. I just liked it. Um, then, of course, we get the return of... Um, is it Todd? Is that his uh, name? Uh, Creepy douchebag Todd, who's just inappropriate in every sense of the word. Literally, if you look up in, inappropriate in the dictionary, there's a picture of him. Um, there's a picture of Todd. There's a picture of Todd. Um, yes. So, I mean, he's a, he's a very interesting and amusing character to watch, but God, we hate him. Um, like the only part of the episode where I was like cringing, but it's for a good reason was when he was talking about and how he like spent, uh, spent a millie, as he so eloquently put it on a Wakandan spear and then went as far to say Wakanda forever and even did the crossed arms across the chest thing. And then Jen's just like, okay, no, that's inappropriate. Don't do that. (laughs) Um, yeah, and then he just immediately proceeds to be like, oh, I'm making a move on her again. And she thankfully takes no shit and shoves him up against the, the seat. She's just like, nope, 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 bye-bye. I'm billing you for this. Get fucked. For, um, the, for, for the hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like there was like not a huge need to have him in this episode, but I get why because it was, you know, sort of set up for... Um, you know, what Matt Murdock is doing while she's doing this sort of thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, fully, I know you're a big fan of Todd. Who do you like? Who do you like more, Todd or Leapfrog? And oh, are, and are you gra- glad that they were in the same episode? Uh, which which white male is your favourite? <laughs> kill me, kill me now. <laughs> Oh no, I am not gonna pick. Um. <laughs> That's okay, you don't have to. I was mostly joking. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that, that man. I just why why these type of characters? I mm, like it does make it does make the episode interesting, but oh god, they irk me. Hmm. Those kind of characters really piss me off. Oh, yeah. They're designed that way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad she spilled his wine. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> She's like, nope. And you're going to pay for the time that I spent here. Yeah. Come on. That was like a $75 wine. Whatever. <laughs> From Wakanda. <laughs> Women. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> no. Men, am I right? Men, am I right? Uh. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, hey. Stop. Hey, stop. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Anyway, Michael, do you have any thoughts on uh, the cringe that is Todd? Yeah, he's gross. I mean, sums him up pretty much. It's like, why is he getting represented? Well, we still don't know why. 
Mm. No. Um, maybe it's something to do with um, the Green King or whatever it's called. At the at the end, that he's involved. The in Hulk some way. King. Yeah, Hulk King. Hulking. There Hulking. we go. Oh, I just got it. So I don't know. Maybe it's something to do do with him as well. Like every, everything's connected. Maybe every, all the dominoes are going to fall in the next. Oh episode. man, I hope he's not the big bad. Nah. Maybe maybe it's a front, and mm. he's he's an evil genius. I don't mm. know. Maybe he's Doctor Doom. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, I think. Maybe, yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. Well, it's an interesting know. theory, but I don't know. I don't know how Marvel's going to Marvel. So. Mm. That'd be so. F- Can you imagine the fucking male, uh, you know, insecure fans that would riot if this was the way that Victor Von Doom was introduced into the MCU? Yeah. The internet backlash would be swift and unforgiving. Mm. My yeah. God. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, who's it going to be? The leader. The leader. Following the leader. Yeah, the leader. The leader. The leader. I'm still sticking with my theory, but we'll see. Yeah, mm. we shall see. Next episode. We shall see. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe Matt Murdock's the big baddie. I don't know. <laughs> the final baddie. Well, he can be whatever he wants to be. That's fine. <laughs> um. Oh, you're such a devil. You're such a devil. Yes, well, um, speaking of. Um, yeah. Yes, so uh, Jen gets home, gets a, a call from um, from Leapfrog because he's being chased and assaulted by an unknown uh, person. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, Jen, Jen comes upon them. And uh, turns out it's Daredevil um, who is attacking uh, Leapfrog, and you know that's fine. We're 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 immediately like, well, obviously some shade is going on, mm. but Jen has no idea because she doesn't know who Daredevil is. And then the two of them have a fight, yeah, <laughs> which was cool to watch. <laughs> I really enjoyed that fight scene. I thought it was well staged and choreographed mm. lots of really cool moves used and uh it was nice to see that you know just because jen is super powered and has like is a hulk that it wasn't just completely one-sided mm. like because obviously she's still Dare- learning though she's still learning and yeah. daredevil has been doing this for a while yeah. and um and uh yeah his you know moves were quite good um lots of ninja-esque Related Didn't moves. cause any damage to public property. No, all was all her. <laughs> it was all her. Yep. Which was which was great. Um and yeah, and I didn't mind the fact that it was over pretty quickly. Yeah. Um I don't think it, it dragged on too long and it didn't end too soon. But mm. um yeah, it was just a quick fight and it was all they needed, really, because you know, we just wanted to get to the good stuff, which was Jen picking him up <laughs> and taking off his mask. <laughs> where was just like no 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 and just having this reveal and this discussion about you know you know she's like oh, I'm sorry I just assumed the guy dressed as the devil was the bad guy <laughs> uh, I thought that was a really funny moment yeah um but um I my favorite part of that, that whole exchange was when he goes 
I'm Daredevil and the theme music from the Netflix show played in the background. I was like, let's go. Oh, that made me happy. That made me very happy. I love I, it. I love it when they do I'm, that. I'm sorry. I didn't notice. The music. No, no, literally. Yeah. Literally the music that was playing when he says I'm Daredevil. That's the theme. Mm. Theme from Daredevil. It's really good. Oh, sorry. That's Wonder Woman. That's yes. That was Wonder Woman. Thanks, Michael. Whoops. Russell, wrong franchise. Uh, but yeah, I really it's enjoyed. It's not my fault. I really enjoyed this this uh, this you know confrontation between the two of them and this revelation as well. I thought it was great, and we got to see Jen in her suit, yeah, in her She-Hulk outfit, which I liked it. Yes, it looked a lot like a gym outfit though to me. Kind of so, did. So I'm not entirely in love with it, the way I have been with a lot of the other heroes outfits when they've been revealed um but it, she looked cool mm. she did look cool i didn't didn't hate it so there's that um fulia yes unpack all of that um sure. <laughs> how did you feel how did you feel about the the, the conflict between she hulk and daredevil with leapfrog in the middle um yeah look i i kind of expected it to happen because you know that's that's her client she had to, even as much as she kind of hated him, she still had to protect him. Uh, so when she <laughs> when she comes across Daredevil chasing him down, she'll do anything to stop him. So it was really interesting to see that sort of that fight scene um, play out, and you know, especially the moment where she throws a car, yeah, and then uses her sonic boom clap. Yeah, that was great. And that definitely took him down because it was yes. like, it was the one, it's one of these main senses he uses to track down people. Yes, the hearing. Yeah. So that would have hurt his ears very much. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, you know, just to, to find, just to, you know, see her walk up to him, grab him by the scruff of his neck, like a yeah. rabbit. <laughs> And they just take the mask off. And she the shock on her face, man. Yeah. Uh, she was not expecting that. No. She was like, Matt Murdock? What? <laughs> um Yeah. Like it was it was nice that the it was nice that once the reveal was done that the fight was done. And then the discussion of you know, the whole situation um and she was like okay well i guess i'm gonna have to work with you now so yep yeah worked out because it turns out leapfrog's dick yeah and kidnapped luke jacobson exactly so we don't like that yeah so yeah no i i enjoyed it it was good fun um and yeah you're right it didn't need to be as it didn't need to be any longer than what it was so yeah 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 it was yeah. good. It was nicely evenly paced. Yeah, it was. It was. Michael, what were your thoughts on this sequence? It was good. It was a yeah. It's a good blend, like the entire movie, entire episode, mm. where we need a little action piece. Yeah, and it definitely felt that whole. Um, the martial arts is bit strange i mean it sort of felt like uh the matt murdoch character was sort of cgi as well it sort of felt like 
like there wasn't really much weight to his to to his fighting as well. But considering he's fighting a CGI character as well, it's it probably be fitting. Otherwise, it's just a guy just jumping around trying to dodge something that's not there. So it probably makes sense. Um, her outfit, I don't mind. It looks practical. Yeah, it does. And it stretch is stretches up and then down. I mean, if this was if this was meant for the male gaze, probably a bit more cleavage, you know. <laughs> something a bit like that. But they they played it safe. They actually went to went for something more practical for a suit instead so something that's like, ooh, sexy. It's yeah. It's it's more practical than most. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, not to uh, gold leader, but Star Wars. Um, when Captain Phasma was introduced, it's like, oh, how come she doesn't have a breastplate? It's like, because that's not needed. <laughs> All right. How do we know that it's a woman? Because of her voice. And her pronouns are she and her. Yep. So, yeah, so it's it's definitely like the empowerment of uh, a superhero who's who's not there for just a splash page for the male gaze. So I enjoy it. But mm. having said that, her dress though. Woo! Yeah, that dress was something else. Yes. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, Yes, because then we have our, you know, uh, epic fight sequence um, at the lily pad, (laughs) um, which is is fantastic. Um, And Daredevil gets a hallway fight scene, which I was very happy with. Because this is kind of Daredevil's thing, is that he fights in hallways and it's just epic as shit. And it um, was interrupted by Jen doing her smash. I thought that was funny. Like the two of, smash. Like the two of them bent on bantering, just trying to figure out how they're gonna do this. You're gonna take thirty minutes just to clear out every <laughs> goon one by one. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I'm gonna just do this, and it's fine. Um, so I liked how how they combined the two of them. You know. Daredevil doing his thing and then She-Hulk coming in and doing her thing. Um, I thought that was that was really cool. And then just watching the two of them work together to um, to save Luke um, was was fun mm. as well. And the whole legal banter back and forth um, <laughs> while they were fighting. <laughs> while they were fighting and like <laughs> I just I just liked how Leapfrog was like saying something about how you know what the the ninja, the gold ninja's a, a bloody lawyer or something. He's like, no, I just really love legal dramas. Yeah, <laughs> and then and Jen just like, this guy's really doing it for me. <laughs> um, yes, we can tell. Um, so that was that was hysterical. I I really enjoyed that whole sequence, um, and the two of them on the rooftop was really nice um, as well, which of course led to. The two of them getting it on. Yes. And then yes. having a hard time getting Daredevil's suit off. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's it's like the opposite of a guy trying to get the bra off. Oh, my God. It was so good. And then I she don't just, understand that. 
And then she just gives up and just drags him into her bedroom yep. by his collar. And I was like, hello. Um, yeah. I can get a bra off. Everything about this was just epic. Um, their chemistry, it was just brilliant. Um, Charlie Cox and Tatiana Maslany just clearly have something on screen, which was really nice to watch. Um, and yeah, I did wonder if they were going to, the episode was going to hook them up and I was, was happy that it did. So yeah. Uh, good. It's mm, good stuff. And then, I wasn't expecting it. And we get a, no, I wasn't enti- I didn't know if they were going to do it. Mm. Like I, I was kind of surprised, but I'm glad that they did. <laughs> um, and then, you know, daredevil walk of shame. <laughs> fucking funny favorite scene <laughs> i cacked myself i thought it was so funny you have nothing to be ashamed about sir nothing to be ashamed about yep. oh my goodness um yes okay so the satisfying conclusion to the episode mm. for you what did you what did what did you think about the way that they took leapfrog down and then proceeded to go to pound town <laughs> at, at least say smash <laughs> Yes. Smash. <laughs> they got smashed. Yes. Uh, no, look, that, that, that sort of last five, ten minutes of the, of the episode was probably my favorite part of this show. Yeah. Same. Um, and seeing them, you know, banter while they're fighting, uh, was awesome. Uh, and then, you know, just with the continuation of leapfrog being like, all right, I'm out of here and just, jumps out and breaks his legs. Um, hmm. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, just those two, you know, up, up on the, on the, on the, the rooftop, on the billboard, having a quick little chat, you know, Matt, a debrief, a little debrief. And then Matt's like, then I debriefed. <laughs> Zing. Matt, okay. Matt's like, I have to go back to New York tomorrow. And then she's like, let's just skip the date bit. And then, yeah. <laughs> giggity, giggity, goo. <laughs> whose house? Yes. I said, whose house? Jen's house. Death by schnoo schnoo. Yes. Yeah. But you know what was lovely about that? Like, you know, she was in Jen form. Yeah. But he, for how long? Yeah. We'll never know. We'll never know. Michael. Yes. How did you feel about uh, the the way the the rest of this episode played out until we get to the very end? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Superheroes fucking always good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just go for it. I mean, fuck. No need to beat around the bush. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and there's a braille joke in there, but I, I'm too tired to think of it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Fantastic. Overly, uh, overly sensitive. Uh-huh. And yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I can't really add too much. No. Otherwise, it just feels like I'm just being gross. <laughs> anyway. I, I like sex. <laughs> is nice. Is nice. Is nice. <laughs> and as I said, he's got nothing to be ashamed about. No. No, that, that walk of shame did make me laugh was, out loud so it was much. very funny. Having said that, 
No. I was say, it's very uncharacteristic for Matt Murdoch to be out in the sun in his in his costume willy nilly. He's got nothing else to wear. What is he gonna do? <laughs> Can't walk out naked. Why is why has he got his shoes off? <laughs> that's the whole point because I that's know, what it's you. It's a trope. It's a it's trope a... with the women with their high heels. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> it I works don't though. Get it. As a man, I don't get it. Why why does the man have to be ashamed? Because it man... wasn't his house. Man's not shamed. Although, honestly, though, he, the way he was walking, it looked like he had a bit of a... He had a bit a, of a strut. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah he, and he was whistling. He was humming. Like, exactly. He was enjoying himself. He'd had a good time. Exactly. I just no had sex. <laughs> and it felt so good. Felt so good. Um, cool. Well, you know. Um, In a way, he sort of had sex with two women. I suppose. Lucky. <laughs> Lucky. Yes. All right. So one last thing to talk about before we wrap up, because, you know, we all thought the episode was going to end there. And Jen commented on the fact that, like, this feels like the episode should have ended. Why are you still here? Um, it's come to a very satisfying conclusion. Uh, trust me. I thought that was really <laughs> nice. Um, but no, uh, Nikki's rocked up because it's time for the gala. Um, already, which I thought they were going to save for the finale, but um, mm. they put it in this episode. Yeah. And uh, nice bacon switch. Yes, that was very cool. But uh, yeah, a bit shit that it's like, you know, female lawyer of the year, and then it just turns out to be this completely sexist bullshit about here, you're a woman, so you get a participation award for being well done for being in being lawyering. a female lawyer. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like. That was that was shit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like that, um, <laughs> but I suppose you're not it, meant to like it. I yeah no I get the I get what they're going for with it. Um, so that part of it it works. Jen's outfit works. I loved the dress. She looked amazing. Mm. Um, really really nice. And uh, yeah, and then of course everything turned to shit because intelligentsia decided to strike. Um, because the Hulk King had footage of not just private and personal information from Jen's life, but she, like Josh, filmed them having sex. Um, that's not fucking cool, man. That's fucked up. And the fact they just start playing it for everyone to watch, that was, that was awful. I don't blame her for hulking out, (laughs) um, Mm. the way she did. But uh, it kind of sucks that that was, you know, their plan was to, you know, get her to give in to her anger, I suppose, and and have everyone turn on her. I feel like that's kind of a cliched way to go in terms of the story, because mm. that shit's been done with Hulk anyway. But um, but sure. We'll see how it all unfolds in the finale. Um, it was a good end to the episode, though. I liked the cliffhanger aspect of it. Yeah. Like, where do we go from here sort of thing. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling, Fulia. Mm. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was very um, confronting. 
when uh, yeah. when the the hackers decided to jump on in and ruin the party. Um, yep. But uh, it was also really interesting to see that everybody else started looking at um, at Jen in a different in a different light mm. after seeing all that stuff pop up on the screens. Um, yeah. And man, in front of the parents too. Jeez. Yeah, that was rough. That that's terrible. Um, yeah, and then but also the fact that her colleagues were trying to calm her down and being like, Jen, don't, don't do it because yeah. that's what they want you to do. Yeah. Um, but she couldn't uh, listen. She yeah. She obviously it just it it really got to her so much that she couldn't hold it back. Um, and she just let it go. Let it go. Yep. Yeah. Pretty bad. I, I I feel like I would have done the same thing. Yeah, me too. Just be like, I want this to stop. I'm just going to break it. Yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. smash. Yeah. Just mm. She-Hulk smash. She-Hulk smash. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Michael, final yeah. thoughts on, on how this, this cliffhanger out? Yeah. Um... Yeah, this is the most horrific thing I've ever seen within, like, like MCU-wise because it's it's not just... It's, it's a very deep emotional attack on a superhero. Yeah. I mean, I was actually... Th- not to toot my own horn, but um, I was thinking that it will probably be something a bit like this for the superhero to be combated with. I mean, we've seen a lot with like all the other superheroes like like Cap and Thor and 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 fucking Iron Man where it's a physical threat and where this is what this te- what this show was essentially all about. It's like the emotional um aspect of being a woman and I don't know what what it's like being a woman so I can't really talk but I can actually I felt deeply disturbed by watching this because it essentially is revenge porn and yeah and yeah it is a bit like what happens with the Hulk you know he needs to go berserk and then we can actually give him an excuse to actually like detain them Uh, but it's a different take for taking down like a hog is mm. like the emotional connection uh between them and and what their lives and yes i do enjoy the fact that it, it is a very carry moment <laughs> with mm. with like the pig's blood and all that but like yeah you're absolutely on the highest highest of high you've won an award sort of uh, with five other people, and and you've just had the most horri- had had the most terrific sex that you've had. Yeah, you're feeling good. You're feeling <laughs> and not yourself. and not with a complete asshole like Josh, but yeah, it just swung right back. And yeah, it's yeah, it's sort of like the best like turn within like a TV show. And probably a Marvel thing in general. It's just you just felt for Jen like yeah. so much, and mm. you know it's wrong, but you cannot blame her for hulking out the way yeah. she did. No, and 
and yeah and there was another thing that i was going to say as well but i can't remember it so i'll just leave it at that okay excuse me it's late Mm. and i'm really tired so i think we're just gonna end it there because i don't think there's anything else we really need to say we've covered it all um we've only got one more episode left now of she hulk attorney at law uh coming this week Mm -hmm. and then that's done and then maybe we'll find out if it's getting a second season or maybe we'll have to wait to find out yeah who knows um but i'm looking forward to how it's all gonna wrap up yeah um where it's gonna where it's gonna end so yeah i freaking love this episode so much it was worth the wait for daredevil Mm -hmm. exceeded expectations in my opinion it was a good backdoor pilot yeah it was yeah so hopefully one of the 18 episodes that born again is getting we'll get to see uh, a certain lawyer maybe head Mm. head to new york and visit (laughs) or a phone call you know booty call yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes booty call um yeah cool depends if she's out on parole or not yeah whatever is happening yeah Mm. Mm. interesting times ahead for the finale. Alright, that is it from us. Yeah. That's Popcorn Culture done for another week. That's our episode done because we've got no more news, no more trailers, no more reviews. We're done. We're out. It's over. We do we're have one spent. more. We're spent. We do have one more thing to do before we leave, and that's we've got to plug mm. one thing because time is ticking away. Um, tickets are still selling. For Radio Dada at Melbourne Fringe Festival, showtime is the time this episode comes out, uh, eight days away. So um, don't delay. Get your tickets now uh, through Melbourne Fringe, uh, their official website, through the MC Showroom and through Writer's Block Theatre. Um, we're, you know, going to be on stage. Come see us in person. Yes. Uh, October 18th through the 22nd um, at the MC Showroom. Come and watch us. Lots of fun. Be silly and zany and, yes, fun. Have a good time. And laugh. Yeah. And enjoy some live local independent theatre. Yes. 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 Hashtag support indie theatre. Yes, please. Please do it. Yes. Yes. We would love to see you there. Thank you. Do it. Much. Do it. <laughs> Do it. All right. Well, that, I think it might be time to wrap this up. What do you say? Yes. And, and that, that was, was a podcast, a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Freddy Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Productions. And if you're watching the video back right now, make sure to like it, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell icon to be notified of all future awesomeness, and make sure to check out our Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash Fred the Alien Twitch and make sure to drop a follow over there as well. Yes. Do all all of those things. Yes. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulgia Cantaramaggio. And I've been a Mario. I'm walking here, Michael Lister. And you, you just experienced a podcast, a podcast called, called Fred. Fred.
Remember to eat the beef. Mm -hmm. Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and Jen's in jail. Oh no. no. Oh no. If only there was a sexy lawyer who could bail her out. Yes, yeah. a very good lawyer. A very good lawyer. Yeah, it'll be orange is the new green. <laughs> <laughs> Remember to look after yourself and your mental health. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We appreciate it. Yes. I'm, I'm out. Cub Scout. Latest Gators. And, and, and see. see.